I once heard her pastor say that when you read the Psalms, and perhaps even especially David's Psalms, you come away with a conclusion that you can either talk to your soul or listen to your soul. Welcome to Five More Minutes, a podcast designed to help us speak to our own souls and possibly to our neighbors about the good news of Jesus. For those who made it to church last Sunday, Covenant Presbyterian didn't have church this past Sunday, it's another five minutes. And for the rest of us, perhaps it's just a more spiritual drive. As we closed out our Advent calendar here at the barn, the one leading up to Christmas Day, we looked at the word logos, or logos, in our two services. And I even branded the word onto a block of wood, trying to help us engage with more than just one or two senses, the incredible power and mystery that Jesus became flesh. It's an awkward couple of words in Greek that the logos would become sarks. And a number of years ago, I was with a professor of uh, philosophy who specialized in Plato, not a follower of Jesus. Um, And I asked her about this because I'd heard Christians say for a long time that the logos becoming sarks, the word becoming flesh, would be offensive to a Greek thinker. It really would be offensive to Roman thinkers also for very similar reasons, but she is a specialist in Greek, and she said, oh, absolutely. That was just beyond their imaginations and offensive at the same time. When we did the service a few nights ago, I noticed people are holding the logos upside down because they don't know Greek, Um, and I don't even know it that well, although I took it in college and in seminary. Um, But I love using the Greek in this particular sense because it pushes on my mind a little bit to attempt to wrap my brain and imagination and heart and mind and hope around this idea that the idea, the word, the philosophy became a human being. And this is why Christianity is so difficult to explain to someone not familiar with it. This is why Christianity uh, often talks about, or men and women in trying to explain it, often talk about how unique it is compared to other religions. It's because the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth, John 1.14. Which means that as a religion it at least transcends many of the ideas that most of us have about religion. And so as Advent uh, continues on, really, for many, um, but for others, it's um, over because we continue to wait. For those of you that um, are excited to undecorate for Christmas, or you, in fact, never decorated for Christmas, and you're excited for your shame to be over, I hope that the Logos becoming Sarks, the Word becoming flesh, helps encourage you. The four candles that surround the Christmas candle are love, hope, joy, and peace. Those things are inaugurated and made flesh, made real and new and concrete in a way that no mere idea can do. That's the miracle, the spectacular power of Advent, and specifically in the Word becoming flesh.
I hope you're encouraged by five more minutes. If you'd like to learn more about the barn, you can visit us on the World Wide Web or Instagram or Facebook.